Great. Anybody like to binge watch Netflix or Amazon or anything, binge watching series? It's like a video slog, isn't it, when you binge watch something? Anyone ever had a video slog? Yeah. yeah? Anybody ever had some YouTube to catch up with and you've not been on it for a few days and you're like, oh man, all the channels I subscribe to, they've posted and I've got a video slog to catch up with. Today we're going to... No, hold on. That can't be right. Ruth, is today's title video slog? It can't... We have like, we're doing an all-age worship series thinking about what God is like and um, video slog can't be it. Let's just keep that slide on, guys. Don't change the slide yet because we're going to see whether we can work this out. That's gone wrong. Maybe the letters are in the wrong order. Can anybody here, um, why don't you guys get up and see if you can move the letters around and see if we can work out maybe what the theme is. Video slog is definitely a mix-up, but um, let's see if we can move them around a little bit because we're thinking about what God is like. So, have a go. Youth, hop up. Come and help. Come and help. Move them around. Destiny's coming. Yeah, come on. So, let's see if we can move the letters around. Maybe some parents could come and help as well. We can make this attractive. Yeah, great. Good. What, what do you think that's going to be for, Gabriel? God. Let's move that to the front then. Should we bring that letter here? Here you go. Let's swap. Swap. The, there we go. Brilliant, thanks. Okay, so we'll bring the G here. Now, if it's going to say God, what's going to come next? Anyone? Brilliant, thanks. Gabriel is smashing this at the moment, thanks. Anyone else is welcome to join in? Okay, hold on. Okay, right, so Godio Sleeve. Is that the title of my talk today? No, okay, Godio Sleeve. Well, let's see what we can do. Let's move these along a little bit, shall we? Uh, God, EO, Sliv. God, EO, Sliv. Any other ideas? What should we move? What letter should we move next? Okay, go for it. Do it. Up you get. All right, here we go. Well done. Give me, pass me the letter. Brilliant. Should we put here? All right, there's an E. You take that back. Somebody have that. What are we going to need next? Okay, let's have a look. God. What do I need? Oh, well done. Take that one. You hold the paper for me. Here you go. Okay, I'm going to have that back. Can I have that one back? Yeah. Somebody hold that. Okay. No. Have you got it, Otis? You've got to figure it out. All right, let's put this one here. God is vol. No. No? Okay, hold on. I think we might be getting... God is levo. No? Okay, go on. You can do it. Getting there. Ah, brilliant. Right, come and sit down so we can have a little look. That looks more like the kind of title that Ruth would have given me to talk about today, to be honest. Video slog confused me a bit. God is love. Okay. God is love. Right. That is the title of our talk today. And um, I want to talk to you about what that means a little bit. We're going to need your help as well. Uh, so, what do we mean by love? God is love. We've been thinking about what God is like. 
We've uh, gone through a whole range of different things, thinking about how he's forever, about how he's three persons, about he's the light of the world, about how God is made known to us in the person of Jesus, how Jesus is God's exact likeness. Uh, and now we're thinking about God is love. But what do we mean about love? And uh, Sarah's going to help me here because I need your answers. We're gonna put, I'm going to ask you this first question, and I'm going to get some of your answers to it. What do you love? Let me get a microphone. We can pass it around. What do you love? Um, Otis. Ice cream. Ice cream. Yeah, great. I was on holiday in Devon at the first half of this week, and I ate ice cream every day. It was great. Uh, I'm going to add my own one. I love sunshine. Great. Uh, what else do you love? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Mackey's. What? McDonald's. Oh, McDee's. Oh, dear. Do I get a veto on any of these? Okay, uh, what else? Um, what else do you love? I love rain. The rain. Rain. Sunshine, rain, ice cream, McDonald's. Congregation, shout out some things you love. Nick? Sleep. Yes. Sarah's excited about that one. Cat. Yeah, pets. Swimming pools. Traveling. Phones. Oh my goodness. Football. Great. Video games. All about another one. A good man. Somebody had to say it. It was going to be Olivet. Conrad. Basketball from Conrad. Brilliant. That's lots of lovely things that we love. Okay, last one, Richard. A good woman, Richard. Great. Well, that helps us move very nicely onto our next question. Okay, so. So guys, those are all things that you love. Next question, who do you love? Who do you love? Let's have some ideas about who do you love? Who do you love? Okay. Ooh, can I keep this red on? My family. Family, brilliant, thank you. Shout out to my baby sister. <laughs> well, yeah, I love ba my baby, baby sister. Baby sister. <laughs> who, else, who else do you love? I love mummy. <laughs> mummy. That wasn't a setup at all. <laughs> that was beautifully done. Love mummy. So, family, baby sister, mummy, friends. Thanks. Anybody else? Who else? Ourselves? Yeah. Yeah, Judas, me, 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 me. <laughs> Hugh Jackman, Sarah says. You can write it up if you like. Will? Oh, that was on the last list. That's not a who, that's not a person. One more. Chadwick Boseman. I think we'll stop on the actual people there, comrade. Cousins. Yeah, cousins. Brilliant. Okay. I think that'll do. I think family has been a bit of a catch-all and covered that, hasn't it? Family and friends. So here's my question for you. Um, what does it mean when we say we love these things? When we say we love sunshine or football or ice cream or sleep, 
Is that the same kind of love as when we say we love our friends or our family or Hugh Jackman? What do you think? What do we mean when we say that we love things? And the question I want to explore a little bit today with you, uh, just over the next few minutes, is what does it mean to say that God is love? Because we talk about loving all these things, like ice cream and sunshine and football, and we talk about loving family, but that doesn't tell us very much more about what God's love is like. So I want to talk to you today about God's love as we see it in loving relationships and in his loving rescue. First of all, loving relationships. And I've got a picture here for you. It's a very old picture. Uh, and this is by an icon writer called Andre Rublev. He was Russian. And uh, he made this icon of God, the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, uh, hundreds and hundreds of years ago. But it's very famous, and it's seen all the world around. And lots of people, I have a copy of it in my study to look at. And uh, for some reason, it's been really popular with people. And it's caught people's imagination. And if you just have a look, you can see these three figures. Uh, and they're all sat around a table with a cup in the middle. Does anybody know what the cup might signify? Um, God's wine. Yeah, the wine, the, the, the blood of Christ in communion, the wine. So they're looking at it to remind us of God's sacrifice. And we're going to come on to that in a little bit. But here's the important thing. Today, actually, is the day in the church's year when we remember, in particular, that God is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That's the only way that we know God, is we know God as God our Father, God the Son who came to us in the person of Jesus, God the Holy Spirit, his living presence with us. And we can't always fully understand it or work it out, but one thing it tells us for sure is that God exists eternally in a loving relationship. God is, when we say God is love, what we mean is God is an eternal loving relationship between the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Father and the Son are always looking to the Spirit. The Son and the Spirit are always looking to the Father. The Spirit and the Father are always looking to the Son. They're always looking to one another in love. God created the world and humankind in his image as a gift of love, as a way of sharing that love with us. And in fact, the Bible says that we're made in God's likeness. And if God exists in an eternal loving relationship, then that means that we find out what it means to be just how we're created to be when we are in loving relationships. So actually, those lists we did, the what you love is less important than the who you love. Because the who we love, the loving relationships that we exist in with our mums, our dads, our grannies, our grandpas, our uncles, our aunties, our cousins, our friends, our work colleagues, our school friends... Those loving relationships are the very most important things. So, we're made to live in loving relationships as a way of showing what God's love is like in the world. Now I need your help again, and we've got our last question on the flip chart. Uh, and my question is, if we're thinking about loving relationships, what is loving and what is not loving? So let's see if we can think of some things that are loving in our relationships and some things which are not loving in our relationships. Yeah. Arguments. Arguments. Which column are you putting them in? Non-loving. Not loving. Yeah. Let's think about some other things. This is a bit harder than the what you love or who you love, isn't it? What, what ways... Do we express love in our relationships? What are the loving things that we do? Can you think of one? 
joy. Time, spending time with each other. Let's put that in loving. Care, brilliant word. Thank you. Conrad. Having lunch together. Yeah, that can be a loving thing to do, can't it? That would be in not loving. Okay, so lying or lies in not loving. What else? Chloe. Affection. Affection can be loving, yeah. <laughs> Giving each other hugs. We all need warm hugs. Will. Communicating. Communicating is a loving thing to do. Well done. Thank you. Communicating well. Selfishness would be not loving. Thanks, Elaine. So selfishness, not loving. Cheating, not loving. Brilliant. So we're getting some ideas here, aren't we? I might put kindness into loving. Forgiveness. Forgiveness would be a loving thing to do. Yeah, Ryan. Respecting others is a loving thing to do. Being faithful. Oh, thankful. Yeah, thankful. Be appreciating each other. That's a really good one, Conrad. Thank you. Thankful. Yeah. James. Welcoming someone in a respectful manner. Yeah, helping somebody in a respectful manner. So respecting. Greeting. Oh, greeting people in a respectful manner. So and we've got communication. We've got respect up there. Brilliant. Control on the not loving. Being okay. Oh, thank you. Sorry, I just missed you. Spirituality. Being spiritual, having our spirituality at the heart, but in the, in the loving category, yep. Great. Do you know, one of the things I noticed, you mentioned spirituality, you know, the fruit of the Holy Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. Wow, that's a pretty good list, isn't it? That's a pretty good summary of what it means to be loving or you know, rather than being not loving. Yeah, we could um, maybe add to not loving, we could put greedy. I know that's similar to selfish. Uh, we could maybe could put proud, looking down on other people. We could put humble, going the other way, couldn't we? I'd love to have generous on the loving. I think generosity is a really important sign of loving. Yeah, Otis? Boastful. No, yeah, boastful could be in not loving. Anger, we've got anger in not loving, and jealous. Great. Conrad. Proud in the not loving. Oh, we've got that there. Yeah. So when you're... Would you put it in loving, would you? Well, you could be proud of somebody, and that could be a loving thing, couldn't it, if you're proud of somebody? But if you're proud of yourself, maybe that's not loving. Brilliant. We'll stop there. You see, the point is that when we start thinking about what it means when we say video, no, not video stog, God is love, we've got to ask a whole load of other questions. What does it mean? What do we love? Who do we love? And what does it mean to say God is love? God lives eternally in loving relationships. When I was a child, uh, well, when I was a teenager, actually, I grew up in Bristol, and for some people around my age, you'll remember the band Massive Attack, and they had a famous song called Teardrop. And it had a line in the song which I loved, and it went like this. It went, love, love is a verb. Love is a doing word. Anyone here 
been told about verbs being doing words at primary school? Put your hand up. Yeah, love, you know, a verb is a doing word. Well, they use that in their song. They said, love, love is a verb. Love is a doing word. So God's love is shown in action. And let's have a look at that Bible passage that Serenity read for us uh, a little while ago, 1 Corinthians 13. And I've just got a section there, verses 4 to 7. This is a, these are characteristics of love. So we could probably put some of these onto our list as well. Let's read it together again. Let's have a look. Love is patient and Love is not, it does not brag and it is not proud. Love is not, is not, and does not become love does not remember love takes no pleasure in but rejoices over the love patiently it always always and always great so that gives us some description doesn't it about what love is like if love is a verb if love is our actions if love is what we do this is a good place to start. Now, let's do a little thought experiment. Grown-ups, I want you to do this as well. Just read this again in your head. And this time, substitute your name for the word love. We're just going to be quiet for a minute while we do this. Just read through, and sometimes you might have to say where it says it, you might have to change it to your name as well. To, Kids, you can do this as well. Look, and just substitute your name for the word love or, or the word it. I don't know how you found that. It could be a slightly uncomfortable exercise, putting your own name in, because you think to yourself, oh, that's not really me. I'm not always patient and kind, if I'm really honest with myself. But it might give us a vision of how we could be. If we want to know how to live in a loving way, there's another name that we can substitute to help us out. Try doing this now. Read it again to yourself, quietly in your heads. But this time, where you see the word love or where you see the word it, change it to Jesus in your mind and try reading it again. That's a bit different, isn't it? That gives us an idea and a vision of what it might be to show loving actions in everything we do, to remember what Jesus is like and how God's love has been shown to us in Jesus. The Bible says this, 1 John 4.16, we know and rely, let's have our next slide, please. We know and rely on the love God has for us, whoever lives in love, lives in God, and God in them. In other words, if we can nurture these loving actions in our lives, 
the way it's described in 1 Corinthians 13, we will be living in God and God in us. So that's loving relationships. Slightly more briefly, I want to talk to you just shortly about loving rescue, because there's another aspect of love that we see when we say that God is love, and that is that God is a loving rescue. Now, guys, have a little look at this flip chart again. Right, I want you to have a quick look at this list. Ice cream, sunshine, football, McDonald's, rain, video games, sleep, cats, a good man or woman, swimming, basketball, traveling, mum, bones. Let's take out good man or woman and mum and just think about all these things. Are there any of those that you would die for? Put your hand up if there's anything on that list that you would die for. It's tricky, isn't it? I mean, sometimes I would die for a good night's sleep, but then it would be a waste on me. So most of these things we wouldn't die for, would we? We wouldn't give our lives in sacrifice for any of these things. Some of these things, maybe we might. Yeah? Perhaps some of these things, the people we love, our family, we might be willing to sacrifice our life for. But God showed his love for us in this way. He gave his life for all of us. Let's have a look at the next verse. This is what the Bible says. It says, God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. You or I might be willing to give our life for the sake of somebody that we love. A partner, a spouse, a child, a parent. But we're unlikely to be willing to give our lives for the sake of somebody that we've never met and even somebody who's done harmful things and wrong things against us. We're unlikely to give our lives for an enemy. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And one more verse, 1 John 3.16 says this. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. So, in conclusion, God is love. And God loves us without first checking whether we're worth it. Somebody once said this to me, and I say it to you now, and I hope that you'll take this away with you. Nothing you can do can make God love you any more than he already does. And nothing that you can do can make God love you any less than he already does. I'll say it again. Nothing you can do can make God love you any more than he already does. And nothing you can do can make God love you any less than he already does. The reading Serenity read a little earlier ends with these words. It says, but now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. I wonder why. I wonder why the greatest is love. Well, here's what I think. One day in the new creation, in the new heavens and the new earth, when we, we share with Christ in his eternal reign and we're all enjoying our resurrected bodies and we're in that wonderful new creation, we won't need faith anymore because we will all have a perfect relationship with Jesus. We won't need hope anymore because our hope will be satisfied. But one thing will remain. Love. Love. God's purpose for our lives is that we become channels of his love by living in loving relationships with those around us. 
So that means learning to live like Jesus does, sacrificially, full of self-giving love for others. And here's the last verse I want to leave you with on the slide. Let's read this together. All together, we love because he first loved us. Let's say the verse as well. 1 John 4, 19. All together again. We love because he first loved us. 1 John 4, 19. One more time. We love because he first loved us. 1 John 4, 19. Amen.